Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Thursday the 30th of March. Inflation is likely to be the immediate focus for financial markets today, with both Spain and Germany issuing their initial estimates of March consumer price data. In both countries, profits have been keeping inflation high, where companies earning normal profit margins there is little question that inflation would be lower. The Spanish government has made some efforts to rein in the profit-led inflation, urging supermarkets in particular to exercise restraint, but this appears to have had only a limited impact to date. However, there are expectations for more sizable drops in the year-on-year inflation rate today. This is due to two things. There's a straightforward mathematical reason coming from the energy base effects, which should be felt this month and next month. Inflation is the change in the price level, of course, and the price level changed a lot with the start of the war in Ukraine this time last year. In addition, there is the pattern of profit-led inflation. Profit-led inflation has companies pushing price increases onto consumers because they can spin a story to convince consumers that unfair price increases are fair. This does not necessarily mean that the normal cycle of price changes alters. It simply means that the scale and justification for the price changes alter. If you normally raise prices to cover costs at the start of the year, you still raise prices at the start of the year, only now it's to cover costs and to fatten your profit margin. Because many companies traditionally raise prices at the start of the year, that means that inflation has tended to come in stronger than expected in January and February, because this is when the profit-enhancing price increases are also most common. By March, this effect should start to fade from the equation and the month-on-month rate of price change should therefore slow down. Over in the United States, there's another attempt to guess at what happened to gross domestic product in the fourth quarter. This will also include things like the personal consumer expenditure deflator, but as an inflation indicator, this is pretty old news. The data will be billed as the final revision, but of course it's nothing like the final revision – This is still a pretty wild guess as to what has actually happened, and we won't have any real certainty about the size of the fourth quarter's economic activity for a couple of years or more. It's also not that great at signalling momentum in the months ahead because of the uncertainty that's now being caused by the banking sector. If lending standards tighten in any way that matters, there is a structural break to the drivers of GDP. If the lending standard tightening continues along the path it was already on, then there's less of an issue. Interestingly, the ECB's Schnabel suggested that there was no deposit loss from European banks. And if there's no deposit loss going on, there's no need for the banks to rush to liquidity. And if there's no rush to liquidity, there's no need to tighten credit standards. Of course, things are different in the United States, where there are an astonishing number of small banks, but there are still reasons to err towards the optimistic 
with regards to the banking situation overall. There are a barrage of US Federal Reserve speakers on the agenda today. These can be dismissed as largely meaningless noise. If anyone's going to talk about longer-term structural issues or the nature of profit-led inflation, then the comments have some utility. But speculation about near-term rate decisions must be considered completely worthless. No one at the Fed knows with any degree of certainty what the bank lending tightening is likely to be. And if they don't know that, they cannot seriously claim to know what will happen with interest rates near term. The velocity of circulation of money matters. And hopefully someone has explained that point to Fed Chair Powell. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.